And so the man who's in the room says, who goes there? And she comes out and she goes, I'm so, it's me. And then he instantly accuses her. He's like, oh, are you trying to entrap me in this room? <laughs> and she's like, what? No. Hello, you're listening to Worth the Read podcast. My name is Sarah. And I'm Shannon. We're sisters who love to read. So whether you're a hopeless romantic or fantasy fanatic, you've come to the right place. We retell and review clean stories filled with high stakes, swooning moments, mysteries, plot twists, and oh, so much drama. But in the end, we only have one question to answer. Is this book worth the read? Listen to find out and don't forget to subscribe. Holy cow. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm going to take a nap after this. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, someone had the most genius idea to force us to wear bonnets for this recording. Okay, so based off of the genre, Shannon had this idea because we're going to start doing like recordings so we can do it for TikTok and YouTube and things like that. And she said, we should wear hats based off of the genre that we're reading. <laughs> <The> time period. <laughs> so for this, we're doing a Regency novel, Regency romance, and we're wearing bonnets. Yeah. They're cute. And I kind of like them, actually. <laughs> I was joking with her. I was like, should I wear this, like, outside and <laughs> just pick like- up my son from school? <laughs> <laughs> and you still tied it under your neck. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> You were like, I don't want to tie it. It's too embarrassing. Mine is tied up super low. I know. Like a thug with me. (laughs) Mine is tied right under my chin, tucked up properly. If I was born in that time period, let's not talk about it. Okay. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Life would be so different. I would just, I mean, you'd try to get married as fast as possible if you were in that time period. You'd have to and try to find the most wealthiest. Hopefully Eager. you like them. Man, yeah. And yeah, I, I kind of hate that. I would wear a bonnet to my fair you skin. You would have to. We'd have freckles. <laughs> and that's looked down upon. And you can't have freckles, apparently. Yeah. But these are cute because they're black. And they're and you're and already... they're actually better quality than I thought they were. Yeah, pretty, they're pretty so. sturdy. Yeah. Like, and I feel like the sun would be blocked really well. Oh, like, for, should we try it outside? <laughs> just go outside? Yeah, I think we should. At least for our TikTok. People would we'll... be looking so weird. Oh, my God. Like, what is happening? I mean, happening? I like to think they're cute. I mean, they remind me of pilgrims. But other than that, yeah. I think they're really... They're yeah, cute. the styles didn't really change from that era no. to like past pioneers. It's kind of crazy. It is, yeah, it's weird for how uh, how much they focused on fashion and stuff like that. Like it's pretty crazy that they didn't change this too much. Yeah, yeah. But I'm excited because if we do like a a cowboy book, we're gonna wear cowboy hats. Yeah, and if we're doing like contemporary, we'll just do baseball caps and stuff. I know. I'm excited. I thought it was brilliant, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> here we are sitting with bonnets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it better in theory? <laughs> yeah, no. This might be a flop. You guys will have to tell us what you think if this is stupid. <laughs> They're like, take the bonnets off. Oh my gosh, if someone looked in the window right now. <laughs> we have been trying so hard, you guys. I finally forced my husband to listen to one of the episodes. Mm. <laughs> Actually, he didn't even listen. I just showed him a clip of it. And he's like, okay, whoa, whoa, stop. I was like, what? It goes, there's way too much echo. And so he started critiquing the quality of sound. (laughs) And so now we're in my office at my house. And hopefully the sound quality is better. It already sounds more like dampened. Yeah, not as echoey. And 
So, anyways, we're trying, guys. We're trying for you. We're trying to make <laughs> it better. So hard. <laughs> if you could have seen our morning trying to get oh the recording device, it's been rough. My morning started early too, but even before all this, it's been go 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 like all morning. So, anyways, um, we finally sat down and just looked at each other. <laughs> Okay, let's try to record a podcast now. Oh my gosh. I am excited for this podcast because we're doing Sensibly Wed by Casey Stockton. Did you finish? The I book? did. Okay. At 3.30 in the morning. Oh. The last half of it, it took me so long to get through. I don't know why. I enjoyed the story, I but did. I felt like it just kept going and I was yeah. like, I'm never going to reach the end. <laughs> but you did it. I did it. Okay. I was really tired. Okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, so we want to read the back of the book for you guys so you kind of get an idea of what it's all about. And then we'll go into the spoiler section. So, all right, Sensibly Wed, the Bradwell Brothers. This is book one out of the whole series. When Felicity Thurston is caught alone with a man at a ball, she must marry him to avoid a ruined reputation. What she doesn't know, he's the brother of the man she loves. I, Felicity Thurston, suffer from an incurable case of nerves. They attack with great zeal when I find myself the center of attention, regardless of whether or not I have taken measures to subdue them, and they have often made social gatherings unbearable. So when I met a man last summer who connected with me on a deeper level, I was certain at once that he could be the one. Henry Bradwell was both easy to converse with and an avid reader, and I spent the last eight months determining how I might contrive to further our acquaintance. When I snuck out of the ballroom during a veritable squeeze, I found myself alone with a gentleman. It was my desire to vacate the room before we were discovered. Fate had other plans. Leading gossips of the ton discovered us in what appeared to be an intimate embrace, and to save both of our families' good names, we opted to marry. It was only after agreeing to the wedding that I discovered my husband-to-be was not only a Bradwell man, but a brother to the man I love and there's nothing I can do about it now oh my goodness okay so we are going into the spoiler section so if you don't want to hear all the details you can stop listening and come back to us after you read the book but let's dive in this takes place in 1817 and Felicity is the main character so we kind of it, the whole story starts with her like at the ball with her mom and as it says in the back of the story, she gets super nervous around crowds of people, and she's kind of shy. Like, it gets to the point where she gets so nervous, she'll she'll pass out and faint. So she hates balls because there's crowds of people, and she loves to read. And I thought it was so cute because she brings a book with her anytime she goes to the ball. I'm like, yes, I would. I get that. Yeah. If I didn't have a Kindle on my phone, oh my gosh. I would have a book. Yes. Oh, yeah. So she always brings a book with her. And she also, we learn, wants a love match because her parents love each other. And so she always kind of looks up to them and wants to have that for herself. Well, she's at the ball and she's talking with her mom who loves to gossip. Like she's a gossiper and she gossips with the other ladies who love to gossip. And so she's just kind of sitting on the edges like waiting to just kind of be done and leave. (laughs) Kind of keeping her eyes open for someone, but still just doesn't want to be in the middle or center of attention because it's too much. So she's kind of just hanging out on the side of her mom and a handsome tall man with brown hair, greenish brown eyes is flirting with a lady that he kind of sees and is kind of rolling her eyes at the whole thing. And her mom and Felicity are walking. So this is what she says as she's walking by the man that she noticed, who was very attractive, talking to like flirting with another lady. She says, I can guarantee that none of these men would love me as Papa loves you. So that's just something that she said. The guy who is talking, flirting with a girl looks up at her and she's like, what? Like, didn't know, didn't realize that he heard her. And she's like, well, that was weird. Like, I didn't 
I didn't say anything weird. And mm-hmm. so she just kind of dismissed it in her thoughts. And so she keeps walking by with her mom. Her mom gets caught up and tangled with another lady, starts gossiping. And she notices that Mr. Peel, this man who's been trying to court her and she has no interest in him, is starting to work his way towards her. And so she's like, Mom, I'm going to go find a friend. And she names a friend of hers who went outside. She goes, I'm going to go find her out in the garden. And she goes, well, I need to go with you. She goes, no, 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 you can stay. There's plenty of people around. Like, it's it's proper. It's fine. I can go. So she goes and she escapes. And Mr. Peel is still following her. So she sneaks into one of the rooms that's off of the terrace. And so she luckily was unlocked. So she opens it, gets in there really quick and it's kind of a dark room and it actually is a library. So she's super excited. So she goes into the library. There's a small like low fireplace that's going off and she lights a candle so she can better see some of the books while she's hiding away. While she's in there, a man comes in and he's kind of talking to himself and he's like talking about the girls and how annoying they are. And she gets a peek at him because she hides. As soon as she hears the door open and someone entering, she hides behind one of the chairs because she's thinking, oh, no, is it Mr. Peel? Like, she's trying to hide from Mr. Peel. She's hiding behind a chair. She blew out the candle that she lit and is holding it, hiding behind the chair. And he comes, the man comes in and is complaining about the girls. And she accidentally tilts the candle that she's holding and the wax falls and burns her hand. And so she makes a noise. And so the man who's in the room says, who goes there? And she comes out and she goes, I'm so, it's me. And then he instantly accuses her. He's like, oh, are you trying to entrap me in this room? And she's like, what? No. Like, I'm trying to hide. And he doesn't believe her because he <laughs> thinks. like, I was here first. Yeah, she does say that. She goes, uh, he's like, because you, because this is what he heard her say is, uh, I can guarantee that one of these men would love me as much as Papa loves you. And she's like, uh, I'm pretty sure you mistook one for none like she said none not one you misheard me and i was here first and so she kind of has to try to prove her that she was not in here trying to trap trying to hide yeah (laughs) Yeah, she's literally trying to hide so not all about you yeah (laughs) (laughs) and so then he's like okay so he starts to believe her and then he's like oh did you hurt your hand and so they kind of start talking and he's intrigued by her and she's just like okay well i'm gonna leave and he tries to keep her there kind of he's like i want she's interesting i want to talk with her and he's like is your hand okay come here let me have oh so while they were talking she's like i don't dance and he goes oh and so he thinks that she doesn't enjoy dancing because she's always had the wrong partner Mm -hmm. so now he's like let's place a bet so he's like i bet we can if we dance right now you'll enjoy yourself Mm -hmm. and so they shake on it and they What's the what's the bet? The wager is if she wins, he has to go to find her mom and bring her to her so that she can leave. And in doing so, they can be properly introduced, which is what he wants. And so he's like, sure, yes, uh, let's let's shake on it. Mm-hmm. And so then they start dancing. He's like, well, what dance are we going to do? He says, the waltz. And she's like, okay. So then they are dancing and they're getting really close and they're kind of talking. And this is in a dark room dark. with just like the fireplace going. Yes, very barely. intimate. Like, the fireplace is almost going out too. It's a very intimate setting, yes. And so they're having this dance together and they're enjoying their company. And she's starting to be like, you know, I am enjoying this dance. Like, I am liking it. He, he did win. But before they finish the dance, the door opens and Mrs. Hutton, who is his aunt, aunt comes in. And with like two other with ladies, two other ladies. Yes. And they're like, <gasps> and so quickly the man and Felicity step apart 
And they still don't know each other's names. So they step apart, and then he's like, oh, hello, aunt. We were just dancing, and she goes... And then the two two ladies behind her scoff, and they leave. It looked like they were in an embrace, because it's the waltz, so you're really close, you know, and your arms mm-hmm. are kind of up and stuff like that. And so... It looks like they were in a brace, and the aunt's like, oh, great. Like, this, you guys are in trouble. Like, Mm -hmm. gossip is, did you see who I was with? Gossip is going to spread. And so she's like, let's go find your mom, Felicity, and uh, we got, you You guys need to leave, or you got to figure out what you're going to say to her. (laughs) This this isn't good. And so she finally says, James, come with me. You're going to need a drink or something like that. And so she learns his name by the aunt saying his Mm -hmm. name. So she says, oh, James. And he's like, I'm so sorry. And instantly when the mom comes, she's like, we got to go. And you disgraced her name and all this kind of stuff. And Felicity's kind of in denial. She's like, it's not that bad. Like, we didn't do anything wrong, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we just were dancing. She's like, I I believe you, but still. Yeah, everybody else. It's... Yeah. It's going to gossip. And so they're tr- they're freaking out. They don't know what to do, and they go home for the night. We jump forward to the next morning when her, her mom, dad, and her are talking, and they're trying to come up with a solution. And the man, James, comes that morning, and they weren't kind of expecting him, but he does come. And so him and her dad go off and talk in the office, and Felicity's like, well, hold on. You guys are talking about my future. I want to be in there. But by the time she gets into the room, they already came to an agreement and pretty much is they're going to get married. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, guys, I don't like I don't know him. He's a complete stranger. We don't even know how bad if it even is gossip. If it's worth doing all of this, you know, giving me a choice in this. Yeah. So they came to an agreement. He says, how about this? I'll propose to you now, but we won't make an announcement until there's a ball tonight. Let's go to the ball and we'll check it out and see how everything's doing. Yeah, the gossip. How the gossip is doing. So I feel bad because Felicity is like freaking out and she just doesn't. She's like, I want a love match. I don't I don't know who you are. I just barely learned your name. But it's cute because he does. He's like, how is your hand doing? And is very sweet and generous and is considerate of how she's feeling. And yeah, I can already see that he's very attentive. Yes. And yeah, he was sweet from the beginning, even when like he didn't want to be entrapped. But he was looking for a wife. He was looking for a wife. And he was intrigued by her just because of how she wasn't swooning at his feet like all the other girls. Yeah, throwing herself at him. Yeah. He proposes to her. And she it's so cute because in her perspective, this is first person. Um, this is first point of view. Uh, yeah, first person point. <sighs> This is first person point of view. And so we're in her head and she's like, oh my gosh, she's proposing to me right now. And she's like just freaking out because it's like, it's a big deal. But it's with a guy she doesn't even know. And so she's, it's just crazy. So he's sweet and he proposes. And then, then before he leaves, she goes, um, what's your name? <laughs> like, what's your full name? And he laughs. He goes, you never thought that you'd be getting engaged before you ever learned your father's yeah, yeah. name. <laughs> I thought that was funny. And so they're laughing about that. But. Uh, he's like, my name's James Bradwell. And she's like, <gasps> and then he leaves and she realizes he is Henry Bradwell's brother. <laughs> so she loves Henry Bradwell. Let's talk about how she met Henry. Last summer, her and her family were traveling up to visit her cousin and their the axle of their wagon broke and they were close to Henry's hunting box is what it's called. So it's like a little cabin almost yeah. for where they go when they are hunting. And so he let them stay there while the wagon was getting fixed and repaired. 
and they were able to bond over their love of reading. They both love reading, and she just thought he was so cute and has been thinking of him ever since, and he lent her a book to read, and she's like, I need to give this back to him, and she's been thinking about for eight months, like thinking about how do I pick this conversation up again, and how do I talk to him again? And so she thought about writing him, and her cousin encouraged her. She's like, you should go write him. You should write him, and she never did because she was kind of just didn't know, and she was unsure of herself, and you know, kind of that shy kicks in, and she just is not sure what to do so that's henry and she just found out that they're related and because she's, she's gonna be living in the same house with him oh my gosh she's married to her brother yes oh, she kind of after she learns the name too she puts the two together that they look they look similar they're both very handsome but different they look different mm-hmm. but you know i actually i really hate i hate love triangles I do know this. I hate love triangles so yeah. much. So I don't even honestly know why I read this book in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> when you told me, I was like, I thought you hated love triangles. <laughs> I know. I think they did such a good job with the book blurb that I was like, mm, okay, I'm curious enough to That's like true. torture myself. She found out that they're brothers and she's just devastated, really. She's like, the man I love, this is going to be so awkward. And hopefully, maybe we can get out of it. Maybe we don't have to get married. And anyways... The night comes and she goes to the next ball and he sees her there and he makes eye contact with her and they they start walking towards each other and they talk and they're like, okay, are you ready? Let's let's go. We'll separate and we'll go listen and see what's going on. But but please dance with me for the first dance. And she goes, oh, I don't want to dance. Like she, you know, she's like, you know, I don't dance. And and her mom is standing there and she goes, no, you have to dance. Like you need to dance with the poor man. Like you know. And so they go and they walk around and she approaches one of her friends and her friend's like, please don't make me turn you away. Like, you know, I can't talk to you right now. I know I can't be seen with you. That was sad. And she's so it confirms the suspicion that gossip is spreading, that she and groups of girls are snubbing her and stuff. Yeah, nobody's looking at at her. And the last test that she does is she's walking through the ball and she sees Mr. Peel and he sees her and panics and turns away. And she's like, no. Yeah. The last hope. hope. (laughs) Maybe he would have, like, but even he, like, turned her away. And so she knows, like, Oh my gosh, like, it's, no. I'm, if I don't marry him, I'm ruined. Like, you know, and then it looks bad on our family name and all this stuff. So, yeah, and her parents love social gatherings. So they would have to, yes. like, never go to a social gathering again. Ever again. <laughs> so she does a lot in part for her family. She does. So she meets up with her mom, and uh, James meets up with her as well. And they're like, yes, it's confirmed. Like, then James is like, all right, let's go dance. And her mom is like, Keep an eye on her. If she starts to fall, make sure you catch her. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, what? Like, what do you mean? And so. so is that as he's walking out. As he's, like, he's oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. So he's like, like nervous and he's watching her like, what is going to happen? Like, so they're, he's watching her intently and they're dancing and she starts to get black spots in her vision and she's starting to get lightheaded and her breathing is getting shallow and she passes out. And so he, she's getting, all she knows is she's waking up and she's being carried and it's James. He caught her and he's carrying her to like a sofa uh, somewhere out in another room. And her mom is there and they're kind of talking. And someone else is, you know, the host who's a very big gossiper is there making sure she's okay. And Felicity's still not sure like who's there. And she goes, I'm sorry. I know this is embarrassing. If you want to break off the engagement. And James has to cut in. He goes, no, 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 no. We need to. He's like, he's, in fact, I was thinking we should announce it. As soon as you feel better, let's go and announce it. 
Yeah, the so gossiping. the host heard it, though, yeah. and apparently she's a gossiper, so she, like, left to, like, she left to get, like, her mom or something, to grab her mom and, like, Yeah, oh, yeah, maybe, something. oh, lemonade or something like that, yeah. <laughs> And then James was like, well, she's definitely telling everybody in the ball. Yeah, so we have to go engaged. announce that we're, yeah, that we're engaged. Yeah. They probably already know, and then they we'll announce, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they get, they get, she gets geared up like feels better and then they go and they make the huge announcement that they're getting married and now everybody likes them again and now they're accepted wow. it's so crazy I honest so yeah so now they're accepted and they're they've have to get married yep so they get married like does it say like literally a couple of weeks later like two weeks or a week or something yeah oh i don't know i don't know how it's about a month like they i think it's a like within the month they get married Mm. um because i know it's mentioned later in the book but so they get married and she hasn't seen him like ever since that ball like Mm -hmm. she hasn't seen him i'm talking about all they've done is just set a a time and a place like to get married yes so at the church and she goes and his family's not there like nobody's there except him and so she's like well is your family coming and her mom is big and social and so she invited everybody so there's a lot of people there and he doesn't have anybody from his side of the family because they live kind of far away they do live kind of far away and he said we're going there immediately after the the wedding breakfast anyway so i thought it'd be kind of a way like a waste of travel for them to come for just the ceremony and then come back when we're going there so he's like i didn't invite them that's what he says and so okay so she's really nervous hang on really quick but while they're at the wedding she's really nervous and he's like are you okay and she's like yeah we'll be fine and he's kind of really he now that he knows she like faints he's been watching her very closely and as one makes sure that she doesn't pass out and when they get married he kisses her on the cheek and then they have to go you know and talk to everybody and of course she hates this so he's holding her hand and he's doing the majority of the talking making sure that they're okay and she appreciates him like being there and supporting her the whole time then they go to the wedding breakfast i think that's what it's called right yeah the wedding wedding breakfast breakfast. and she needs some space so she leaves and she finds her friend in another room and while she's talking with her friend they're just having a normal conversation but she's she's like fanning herself like feeling nauseous and so the friend's like oh it's gonna pass though like my my aunt or my sister or whoever her relative is you know says that phase ends later on in uh, along your pregnancy and all this stuff she's like wait what are you talking about i'm not pregnant and she goes you're not like i thought like that's why you're getting married. That's why you're getting married, right? She goes, no, I'm not pregnant. She's like, oh, everybody thinks. Like, so she's realizing, oh, my gosh, everybody thinks I'm pregnant. Everybody yeah. thinks I have a child. And that's why we're getting married. And so that makes it it's worse. So much worse. And so then James finds her and she's like kind of crying. And he's he's like, wait, what's wrong? And he, she goes, it is expected for us to have a child. And he's, he's like, oh. And he's like, well, that's that comes with being married, yes. And she goes, no, like, everybody thinks we're already happy. I'm already pregnant. And he's yeah. like, oh. Well, and so he comes up with this plan to not know each other as husband and wife and to keep that off limits for six months so that people can see she doesn't, she's not grown with child, that she wasn't pregnant. Yeah. So they're like, okay, yes, that sounds good. And she's like, that's so sweet of him to think of me and for this humiliation that I'm feeling. Um, He's like, let me court you during this six months. Like, we don't even know each other. Let me, let us get to know each other. Get to know each other until, yeah. and then, then if things happen, things happen after yeah. that point. So, which I thought was really sweet. Yeah, it was cute. So then they travel to the estate and she finally gets to meet the family. Ah, this was so like, <gasps> I was holding my breath when I read this part. So it's a huge estate, huge, like castle thing of course i know and so then he's like here let me introduce you to my family so she introduces 
he introduces her to his mom, Lady Edith, and then he she meets Benedict, who's who's the youngest brother. And then he introduces her to Henry. And and Henry's like, oh, we've already met. And he goes, oh, you have? Yeah. And nobody in the family knew. Yeah. Nobody in the Awkward. family knew. Yes. Why? I don't, I don't know. know why he didn't say anything. Well, and that's why James is like, he's yeah. never said anything. And the mom. Like, but, he's never mentioned you guys. Yeah. And everyone's like, why didn't he mention Why didn't he say something? Because yeah. he stayed at the hunting box for a couple yeah. of days. Like, it's kind of a big thing. And like, we still don't know. Yeah. I don't know why. His book comes out book three and i want to know if it fills us in in the back yeah it's the story of it, all it that it better i swear yeah. anyways uh so yeah james and his the look on james face too is like oh i didn't know you guys knew each other yeah. and so you can tell he kind of doesn't like that yes <laughs> and so then he's like here i'll t- show you oh lady edith's like here i'll show you around and all the stuff and she's like you've had a long travel you just you'll have dinner in your room tonight and um we'll have it brought up to you on the way, because Lady Edith is taking her to her room. On the way over there, she's getting to know Lady Edith a little bit. Lady Edith, Edith, <laughs> Lady Edith is very concerned. You learn this real quick that she's very concerned about the neighbors and keeping the family name clean and honorable and to the prestigious level that it's at she wants it there to remain there and with this huge like scandal type thing she's really nervous about it and she mentions it with felicity and felicity you can tell like lady edith is very curt with her and very kind of like stern almost and not very open and accepting and kind of is like resenting her a little bit and we're not sure what's going on with that but um so she just is like okay well here's you know trying to make the best of what it is but she's not happy about it pretty much and also while they're walking to her room she's like we're gonna need to go into she's like did you bring any cards with you and cards are like to send out to meet with the other neighborhoods and to introduce yourselves and things like that and she's like no she goes okay well tomorrow let's go into town we'll get you some new gowns you're a bradwell what's her last name is it bradwell you're a bradwell now so you need to look like a bradwell she's pretty much saying your dress is not nice yeah um you need to look like a bradwell i know you need to look like a bradwell now and we got to get you cards so that way um, we can send them out to the neighbors so she eats in her room at night and there's a knock at the door she goes and opens it and no one's in the hallway yeah and then there's another room, and she goes, oh, that's the adjoining room from my room into James's room. And so she goes and opens it, and James is standing there, and he doesn't have his cravat. And she's, like, looking at his, um, like, exposed skin at his neck, and she's, like, <laughs> can't keep her eyes off of it. I did love every time he was, like, kind of slightly undressed. Yeah. And she's all, like, distracted. Yeah. I thought that was so it funny. Was she's so like, I'm cute. only human. I can't I know. <laughs> Yeah, I do love that later on he doesn't have a shirt and she's like, I tried to, I, I, my Herculean will to not look at his chest once more, but then I took a peek and I'm, I can't help it. I'm only mortal. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cute. Um, but that's not this point at this time. It's just his little cravat area. And so they're talking and he's like, I missed you at dinner. I think that we should get to know each other. So how about every night we'll share one fact about each other and just to help us get to know each other and you think about it if we do one every single day that's over 300 things that we can know about each other within the year mm-hmm. he's very like like willing optimistic, optimistic yeah. yes while trying to get this w- wedding or this marriage to work and be a good one which mm-hmm. is so sweet 
he does ask her because when they're talking she looks over his shoulder into his room and and she's like oh yeah it's like mine but a little bit darker colors and all this stuff and he's like well do you want to come into my room and she's thinking oh no we're strangers we can't i'm not coming into your room we can't do that um but he's like okay let's get to know each other and so they share something about uh, so they share the fact that they agreed to share the next day she runs into henry as she's trying to make her way down to breakfast and he's like oh are you trying to go to the breakfast room and she's like yeah he goes you are in the wrong direction <laughs> you are completely lost let me take you there so henry and felicity go and they go to get and they're kind of the walk was kind of awkward and quiet but once they get to the room they kind of start talking again and they take plates and they get their food and they she sits down and henry sits like right next to her and while they're eating um while they're while she's talking she puts like some tomatoes in her mouth and he's like looking at her lips and then has to like look look away and then i know and then he's looking at his plate and he got some like fish on his plate and he's like (laughs) I don't even know why I got these. I don't like any kind of fish. I and loved that part. <laughs> and he's like, I'm just too distracted. And he gets up and gets more food. <laughs> and, and James walks in right when he's doing that. And yeah. he's like, fish? You don't like, like fish. fish? He's like, I was distracted. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I all this stuff makes me like cringe because of oh, like I no. loved it. And then oh you oh I can't because like first off I hate love triangles, but then also that that it's like cringe worthy. I'm just like I feel bad for Henry and it's awkward yeah. and like ah oh, James. I tell that Henry totally liked her. Yeah, he did. And but she's married now. I know to his brother. Oh, I can't even. Okay. Oh, but they did say before before he's oh I'm, before James enters into the room, she goes maybe you're maybe you're as nervous as I am, and so she confirms that she's also nervous. So they yeah. both pretty much say they're both really nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so they're kind of exposing this whole thing, and uh, I just can't. <laughs> so anyway, anyways, so they finish eating, and James just sits down with Benedict, and they start eating, and then. Lady Eve is like, all right, when you're done eating, like, let's go. We got to go to town. We have things to do. And so she's like, okay, well, I'm done. I can go get dressed. And James is like, do, are you, do you need help? Do you know how to get back to your room? And she's like, no, but just tell me which way to go. And then he's like, Henry, you're done. You go help him. Go help her. Uh, and so he has Henry take her back. And so on this way back to her room. Oh, my gosh. So he's like, uh, I just want to make sure that you, am I making you uncomfortable? And He's like stumbling through it yes and she's like well i want to he's like well i usually in my i'd let, rather be in my hunting box you know and because i you know it's just where i'd rather be she goes, well i don't want to make you uncomfortable and he goes no i don't want you to be uncomfortable either and and so they're like i know pretty much like i know things could have happened between us yeah but, but it like, never did no obligations to we have no other. obligation nothing really ever happened even though we yeah. were kind of interested in each other yeah let's just agree to be friends yeah and he's super relieved he's like okay okay <laughs> but they did open up and candidly just talk about I'm it glad. which i thought was good yeah. yeah for for it being a love triangle like this it wasn't it was good it was done in a really good way where you're just not like nobody's being vandalized or anything mm, yeah it's good so then they kind of talk about books too before she leaves into her room to change and he's like oh yeah i just finished this book you'll really like it and so we have a huge library we have the whole like set so you you definitely need to read it it's one of my favorites and she's like oh yes i want to read it because it's a gothic novel and normally her mom wouldn't read let her read gothic novels but she's like my mom's not here i can read a gothic so novel free now <laughs> i'm a free 
remarried woman. And so she's really excited about that. So when she goes into town, she goes to the modiste with Lady Edith and they're trying to get like new gowns made. And Lady Edith Edith is telling the modiste to be, to get her certain styles and different, like certain colors and stuff. Felicity is like, I don't really like that color or I don't. That's going to clash with my skin. Yeah. And I don't like that style of dress, like all that kind of stuff. And they're just, Lady Edith is just steamrolling her and like doesn't care. And she's, she says it in a polite but condescending way. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, ooh. And she says the theme of this ball is white. It's going to be nice and pure. And yes, stuff. we're going to resemble how pure everything is. And yeah, she's like, okay. Implying that Felicity is not pure. Yeah. Rude. Oh, my gosh. And Felicity's just like, I didn't even want to get married. Like, <laughs> it's coursed. And then they run into this couple, uh, mom and daughter. What are their names? Whitmore. Whitmore. Yeah. Whiston. Whist- Whistleton. <laughs> We're making Whitstone, Whitstone. Here it is. Whitstone. Okay, Whitstone. So anyways, they run into the, they get introduced and like, how about you come in next Friday for some tea? And there's some drama there. Okay, so there's some, there's some, they are clashing though. Miss Whitstone and Lady Edith used to be really close, but then there's some history that I still don't even know. Between the daughter and James. And And so we find out later too, when, when Felicity asked James what's going on, he goes, oh yeah, we were kind of courting a little bit, but it never would have worked out. He like rejected her basically. Yes. And so there's a problem now with the mothers he's like i would have married her just to get the mothers back together because like they They both are high standing in society and it would have caused a riff in the whole community (laughs) so he's like for the sake of everybody we would have we would have done something but he didn't marry her and they're barely pulling it together they're they're trying to act like they're friends because they know that's what they're supposed to do but they don't like each other kind of at this point and so there's some tension there that's kind of what yeah. the and history Felicity's is. And like, why did James not like the daughter? Yeah. Is it something and I can find out and see if, like, I have that? Yeah, or? so at night, when James comes again and knocks on the door for their, their fact switching <laughs> to get to know each other, <laughs> she asks him about her, and he's like, yeah, I think you guys would actually be friends. And he's he says, <laughs> I, I think you're you're a lot like her. And she's thinking in her head, she's like, great. Well, great, because you didn't want to marry her. Do you not even like want to marry? Is there no chance? Like you didn't want you don't want me. Like if I'm a lot like her, you know, and you didn't even want to marry her. So that's kind of what she's thinking. Yeah. And so he kind of reveals that. And when they're exchanging facts, they've talked about the history there. But then he sees the book that she has in her room. Henry sent one of the butlers or the maids to bring a book with a note to her and says, "Hey, this is the book that I was talking about. It's fantastic, but I." I would recommend you don't read it at night. (laughs) That's what the letter said. But then, so she has the book and she decided to read it. And uh, James sees that in her room and he's like, oh, what book are you reading? And she tells him, oh yeah, Henry and I, uh, we're talking and he lent me this book and the yada 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 and James you can see has a, like a tight smile on his face doesn't like it doesn't like it and so we're kind of learning a little bit I mean it never goes into detail but you kind of can see based off his behavior how he feels about the whole thing I mean this is all from Felicity's point of view it never switches the next morning James says let's go writing and she has been protesting this she's like I really like I am not good at it she really doesn't want to but she's trying to be polite and he's like super excited about it 
just wants so, to spend time with her. He wants to spend time with her. So he's putting in a lot of effort. So she's like, okay. So he's she, like, you're going to be learning a lot from my mom as like new headmistress of the house. Like yeah. your mom has to teach her. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to come save you and we can escape and like spend time together. So you're not. So he offers this idea. And so she meets him in the morning and they go writing and she's like so nervous. She's wearing a writing habit. And he's like, you have the docile horse. I got the one that's more crazy. And they were writing and her horse starts freaking out and just takes off and she's like screaming and she's trying to hold on trying to control it and he's like don't no don't do that don't but she's like it's not working like nothing's happening so she's the horse is just going super fast and finally the horse stops at like a brook and it's starts to drink water yeah and so she felicity slides off and like curls on the ground that crying was really sad. i know it was really <laughs> sad and so james runs up and he's like oh my gosh are you okay he's panicking and she's crying and she's and so he pulls her into his lap and he like rubs her back and she like leans on him and as he's rubbing her back she feels she's like actually this is really nice it helps me to calm down and she mm-hmm. appreciates it and then he kind of moves to pull away and she goes no 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 and she pulls his arm back around her back and she's like i need you and he really liked that he pulls even tighter he's and like, he like oh. rubs her <laughs> her back even more and so after she's finally settled he's like i'm so sorry and he apologizes he feels so bad they both apologize to each other because she was like I should have told you more. It's not that I don't like it. I'm, like, terrified of horses yeah. and stuff like that. And she should have said something. And he's like, I'm sorry, forcing you. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, well, let's, can you ride, will you ride on my horse with me? And she's like, yeah, you know, fine. Because he's like, it's a long walk back. And so they, he get, he's like, I'm going to have to get on first, and then I'll help you, and you can sit in front of me. He pulls her up. So he pulls her up, and... She grips her arms around his midsection and she's like leaning into him and they're talking and they pull away from each other and he's she's talking about thank you for being so considerate and oh he's, oh, he's like he's I told myself her, I yeah. wouldn't kiss you for the six months we're just like courting yeah that's kind of what you would do if you were actually courting yeah and she's like oh I didn't think that was part of the deal <laughs> yeah and she, and he goes well I'd like to kiss you now she goes. I'm okay with that. Like That's agreeable that's with me. That's agreeable with me. And so he kisses her. I love that because they're both like, yeah, let's, please. Yes, because they both find each other attractive. So they finally kiss and it's a good long kiss. And then they hear horse, horse hooves coming. Horse beats? Horse, <laughs> what is it? Horse, I don't know. Okay, horse hooves. And so she, they pull away and James looks above her, like her head and he gets like a scowl on his face. Yeah. Like, ugh. And then it's Henry scary. says, mother wants you to come back right away. It's cousin. He's here. And But James looks so like put out. And he's like, hey, don't shoot the messenger, buddy. <laughs> but Henry saw them kissing. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, no. Even though I don't want them to be a thing, but like I just I felt so bad for Henry. Yeah. I felt so bad for him because he just has to witness the girl he likes. Yeah, it was his brother. I just feel so bad. So, anyways, they ride back, and James meets Earl of Claverly. Claverly, Claverly is the weirdest name. <laughs> it's a weird name. So Earl of Claverly, <laughs> Earl of Clavicle is there, and. <laughs> We find out, so he's the, he's his cousin, and um, Lady Edith, Edith finds Felicity, and she's like, hey, you need to change, we have to make a good impression, we don't want to, we have an agreement with him, with the Earl, that he is going to sponsor my goddaughter, because I can't travel, she says that she can't travel, she gets super sick traveling, and she needs to have a season, and so she sent 
her goddaughter to stay with the Earl because he has a good, he has the status and, and that'll help her get a good match. Mm-hmm. And so she's trying to help her goddaughter get, you know, a, a really great match and help her future. And in return, he's expecting her to pay them. So Lady Edith has paid him to host her and sponsor her and keep her with him for like during the season. Well, the season's over at this point and she's been sent to school and the Earl has come and there's this a fickle like agreement. So she doesn't want to ruin the agreement because that's like the only option she has to help her goddaughter get married off and to get that situated. So she wants to make sure that the Earl never gets offended, that they have that relationship is good so that they can carry everything out. Well, the Earl comes to visit and he's like, I heard you got married. I want to meet your wife and all stuff. So then they just meet each other. And Felicity does a great job. She is able to talk with him. Everything is is smooth and goes really well and cordial and everything goes wonderful. So she kind of like passed the test almost in Lady Edith's eyes. Until. Oh, during that meeting we find (laughs) out. Yeah, so the Earl is talking to Lady Edith about the goddaughter and he's like, oh, yeah, she mentioned, she sent a letter and said she wants to stay at school over the summer. And Lady Edith just immediately, like, is in shock and is like, uh, yeah. what? So yeah. they all kind of stop talking. Yeah. And so Felicity's like, well, I'm going to try up to, the conversation. Yeah, she tries to carry it because she's like, I'm not sure what's happening. Yeah. And so, so it's like an does. awkward silence, but they don't know what's going on. By the way, yeah. the goddaughter, her name is Thea. She's book number two. I knew it. <laughs> Burn Benedict, right? Yes. I knew it. Um, love that book. I like That's that. That's enemies to lovers, right? Yes. Yeah, because he like hates her. Okay, okay. So in this conversation, so so the Earl leaves. Luckily, everything was smoothed over. Nothing draw drew any flags. Everything is good. So once he leaves, they're like, what's going on? Like, where is Thea? Why is she staying at school? Out. Like, everybody's like, yeah, once he leaves, <laughs> what's going on? So when Thea was staying at Lady Edith's house... Her and Benedict argued the whole time, did not get along at all. Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to speculate. They're like, well, why didn't, why is she staying at school? Does she feel like she can't come back here? And also, why is she not going back to the Earl's house? So, but they're thinking, they're like, maybe it's because you made her feel like she couldn't, wasn't comfortable here, or that she wasn't wanted here. You need to go and find her and make sure she knows she's welcome. She can come back here. She doesn't have to stay at school. And Benedict's like, I don't want to go. Like, I don't want to go find her. And uh, Henry, she's like, Henry, you need to go because Benedict and and her will fight the whole time. And Henry's like, I don't even know her. Like, (laughs) you know, I don't talk to her. Like, I was always at my hunting box and whatever. And so James is like, okay, Benedict and I will go. Henry will stay. And so... For the next couple of days. So James and Benedict plan to go and they're going to go check on Thea and make sure she's okay. Make sure she she can come back with them and stay at their estate. So they have to leave for a couple of days. Yeah. And so that means that she's going to be So it'll alone. only be alone. So it'll be Lady Edith. With Henry. And Henry and Felicity. <laughs> and so, so I thought it was really cute because while he's gone... He wrote Felicity a, a letter saying, "I'm real. I never have want, like never felt sad for leaving my home, but now that I'm leaving you, I feel sad for leaving. Like he doesn't want to leave her, and so he said, "Open up. I have. I'm sharing one fact each night while I'm gone. <laughs> so cute. I know it's so thoughtful. I love it. Yeah. Uh, adorable. <laughs> so." It's Sunday, and they go to church, and she ha- says, Henry, I need you to take her to church, and she doesn't want to go. Lady Edith is like, you need to go and talk with the people at church, so that way we don't have to travel and see as many people. When we send invitations. When we send invitations, we don't have to go v- meet everyone. If you just meet them at church, that, that cuts out all of our travel. And she's like, well, I don't do good with crowds. And she's like, I don't understand what you're talking about. Like, what do you mean you don't do? You were speaking fine with Lord Claver- Earl Claverly. Claverly. And- 
<laughs> and she's like, why don't you, like, just, you just need to talk with them. And she's, or Henry's like, you don't want to talk to anybody you don't want to talk to. It'll be fine. You'll be okay. And they're sending out invitations to their wedding ball. Yeah, their wedding. In celebration of them getting married. So Lady Edith is putting in, like, putting, she's working on putting on, a, hosting a ball for them, making it, it's a big deal. Yeah. And puts in a lot of work on this and is trying to teach Felicity the ropes, how to put the ball together, how to run the house, all the things. And, of course, in every turn, every time she's teaching her something, she's, like, just downgrading her and saying snarky remarks. But they go to church and it's just Henry and Felicity. She's like, do you think it's weird that it's just you and I showing up together? He goes, why would that be weird? You're my sister. And so she's she's like, like, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, okay. (laughs) And so they go to church. And after church is over, he introduces her to the, he's like, oh, perfect. There's three large family, like high society families already standing together. Let's go do this right now. So he goes and introduces them. And Henry carries most of the conversation. Felicity doesn't have to speak very much at all. Then they do a few more introductions and then they leave. While they're in the carriage on the way back, they're just chatting and they hit a rut in the road and he puts his arm out to like block her to make sure she doesn't fall off. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so distracted. I've been so distracted lately. And she's like, oh, you know, you want to go to your hunting box? And he's like, yeah, you know, I'd rather be there. Escape. Yeah. I want to be to escape. And then it's inter- I thought it was weird because at the end of this meeting together, she's she's pretty much says like, I don't no longer see him as like a romance anything. I see him as a as a sibling now. Yeah, and she's like, so does he? And I was like, mm. that was weird. <laughs> that was not really believable for me. Yeah, it's so, like obviously wasn't. Henry. He said he's still distracted and still like thrown off and like all stuff. Even though he's carrying himself well and he's not being awkward or anything like that. But but I'm like, I think it's because Felicity's starting to like James. Yeah. So obviously on her part, no. Yeah. But him, he just has to watch all of it. <laughs> so sad. I just feel bad for Henry. Okay, so the next day, she's in her room getting ready for, ready for dinner, and she has her maid curling her hair, and she hears some some fumbling around in James's room. <laughs> and earlier, uh, while James was gone, there was kind of some drama between the maids. Like, there was something that was missing in Benedict's room. Yeah. So they're like, okay, one of the maids has gone through and has been stealing some of their stuff. And so... That's kind of been brought up. So she heard some fumbling around in James's room. She goes, oh, I got to go in there and make sure that, like, nobody's stealing anything. So she opens the door and it's James and he is not wearing a shirt. And he's has foam all over his jaw because he's shaving. And he looks at her and she's, like, stumbles and falls. <laughs> Turns <laughs> over his boot. Yeah. And so he comes over and he helps her up. And she's like, I didn't know. You- I'm so sorry. Like, I just thought, like... There was a problem with the maids. I thought someone was here going through your stuff. And he goes, oh, yeah, no. And she goes, you weren't supposed to be back today. You're supposed to be back on Wednesday. And he goes, oh, yeah, I came back early. And she tries to ask about the trip. And he doesn't really. He's like, I don't want to talk about that right now. How are you? And all this stuff. And she is, like, eyeing him because she's like, wow, he has good build. Like, <laughs> why? what has he been doing? Like, does he fight? Or what is, like, why does he? He, he, he does to cuffs. <laughs> yes. You wouldn't be defined like that. <laughs> Unless you were physically active in some way. Like, what does he do? Why does he so... um, Why does he have muscle? Then she does ask him, do you do fisticuffs? He says, no. Why? She goes, oh, no reason. And then I was like, (laughs) hit it. And so they're talking. And this is the part where she said she can't help it. Like, she's trying really hard not to look at his chest. But then she (laughs) looks at his chest one last time before she leaves. And she's just like, I can't help it. I'm only mortal. (laughs) Girls, girls, same. (laughs) Uh, So funny. 
Ow. Sorry. <laughs> You're in my, my zone. <laughs> Nothing I can do about it. So at dinner, they finally talk about everything and they say, Lady Edith's goddaughter is not at school. She wrote a note specifically for Lady Edith and it says, don't worry about me. I am safe and I will come and retrieve my things when the time is right. So pretty much they have no idea where she is. And they're like, well, where could she be? And they're trying to think about what what could happen and what to do. And Felicity's like, why don't we think about it? And we'll go eat and we'll try to see if we can come up with something. And I love those little moments because it shows that she actually is a fairly good leader and like can be definitely be the mistress of this huge house and all these maids and stuff like that. Yeah. Even though she doesn't believe it in herself, but you can see as the reader mm-hmm. that she's already like thinking... Like, okay, let's think let's of this solve this as, problem. Like, yeah, all these things. I yeah. Love it. All right, so the next morning, James again wants to do something with her. So he plans some <laughs> archery. And so uh, uh, they go. And they, you know, of course she's terrible. And he's, like, really good at it. She, like, hates archery. Yeah, she she hates everything but reading. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, really? <laughs> I know. And so she tries for him to make it a good time. But she just kind of sucks. Yeah, so she is trying to play with him, and they're playing, and then it turns into, like, tag. They're teasing each other, and it plays into tag, and she's trying to run away from him, and he's like, you're making me sad. You're running away from me. And she's like, well, I know. And she's like, well, I have to win at something today. Like, And so she's trying to win at this tag, and he is almost to her, and she trips, and she falls into a fountain as she's soaking wet, and she tries to get up, but it's all slippery because of the moss and stuff that's on the bottom and she falls and he's trying not to laugh and she goes no it's fine you can laugh he's like here let me help you and so he reaches out his hand he's like oh my gosh you're so cold and she pulls him in and so they both are soaking wet and they're laughing about it and they almost kiss again but then they hear a carriage arrive and so they have she has callers she has people like the neighbors coming to call on her yeah because like new bride right and so she has to have a lot of callers and so He's like, well, we gotta hurry and go sneak you inside. Well, they have to hide behind a tree. Yeah. Because they have to, like, go around, and they would, the visitors would have seen them wet in a fountain. Ooh. Scandalous. (laughs) Even though they're married. Yes. Um, But yeah, so they have (laughs) to hide. (laughs) So they have to hide, and they go inside, and he's like, okay, I think they're in the, they should be in the drawing room now. We can sneak inside, and you can get dressed and things like that. So she also, James is like, you don't have to, go inside and meet them it's the whist with stone with stones yeah they see it's the Whitstones, and she's like uh i don't really like them and he's like you don't have to go in you're the mistress you can say like you know whatever yeah and, but she's like i know i need to make a good impression with lady edith yeah that's what she cares about yeah prove that she can do this but before before <laughs> before they they leave the fountain i forgot to mention this james admits that he's been thinking about her a lot like he tells her i think about you all the time <laughs> and and he can't focus like it's hard for him to he's also distracted everybody's distracted <laughs> in the story but he can't focus and he's thinking about her a lot and she discovers too within herself that she thinks she loves him so that's <laughs> something that they should that kind of happen during that fountain scene but anyway she goes up to her room and she gets dressed so she can come down and meet them so that night she's reading the book that she got from Henry. Actually, this is this skips forward, but it's a couple nights later, and she's reading the book that Henry lent her, and she cannot sleep. She keeps hearing creaking and sounds. The book's spooky. The book is spooky, and there's all these sounds in her room that are freaking her out. So she's like, "Well, 
maybe I can go like talk to James really quick and then knowing that he's awake I'll feel better and I can sleep and maybe you can look in my room make sure there's yeah check the corners and make sure there's nothing scary or dangerous for me I love this this is my favorite scene of the whole book it reminds me of Seeking for Seventy. I know that's why we love it right I I was like oh my <laughs> so they go she goes and knocks on the door and she's like james and he's still sleeping she can see him like and she's like who sleeps without a shirt on like oh my gosh is that normal and so she sees him without a shirt and she's like james and he and he finally wakes up and he's like and he's like groggy like was sleeping his eyes are barely open he goes Liss. gives so her cute. a nickname of Liss, and he's like what's wrong and she's like i'm scared and she is it because of your book? And she goes, yes. And she's scared of the book. He's like, oh, of course. Yeah, no problem. And so he, sco- <laughs> he scoots over. And she's, she's like, oh, no. And he makes room for her to come sleep into his bed. And she's like, not that's what not she, what he meant. I know. That's not what I was thinking. But she's like, okay. And so she goes in. <laughs> and she lays down in bed with him. It's like all warm in his spot. And he's like scooted over. And they're kind of talking a little bit. And she's like, well, I can't sleep now. He's like, well, don't worry. It's okay. Like, you're safe. Nothing. And she's like, in her head, she's thinking, well, that's not why I can't sleep now. (laughs) Because there's a man next to me, not because I'm scared anymore. But it was cute because before they fall asleep, like, after they've been talking, he, like, holds her hand and they fall asleep holding hands, which I love so much. (laughs) I love it because that's what, like, when Daniel, oh, Daniel will still kind of do that with me. My husband will, like, hold my hand (laughs) at night. such a sip. <laughs> Don't tell him you said that. <laughs> it's so like one of my favorite things when we first got married. But we got when we married. That's like one of the things he would do every night is like hold my hand, and I just lo- so I just love it so much. And sometimes in the middle of the night too, like if he'll wake up, he'll like come over, reach over, and hold my hand. I just seriously is my favorite, and I think that's why I love it in this book too. But anyways, that's cute. I know. The next morning, James told Felicity. That she should invite her cousins to the next ball because he was thinking about her. And he's like, "Your Felicity got a letter from her parents saying, yeah, we're not going to come because we have too many social calls. We're not going to come we'll to your come ball. We'll come later, yeah. We'll come later, which it broke her so heart. So rude. I know. She was like, I know this is like your wedding ball and stuff, but there's like this other random ball you want to go know. to. I know. It's so sad. Rude. So she she told James about that. So he was thinking, he's like, you shouldn't invite your cousins since your parents will come. So she's like, really? He goes, yes. And they can stay as long as they want. Whoever you want to invite are always welcome to come, yeah. which I thought was so sweet. He told her to invite them, so she writes them a letter to invite them. And then Lady Edith is like, okay, we got to go back to the Modis for a fitting. Mm -hmm. And then they argue passively. Like, she's kind of standing up for herself a little bit. Yeah, but like, like, she's trying on the gown for the ball, and it's all white. It's like a monstrosity. It's a wedding dress, really. (laughs) But there's like a bunch of roses on the hem and stuff. And she's like, there's way too many roses. And Lady Edith is like, no, there's not enough roses. And so they like try to compromise and stuff. And it's just like, she's being so, such a stickler about everything. Yeah. Well, they're not really trying to compromise. It's just Lady Edith just doing what. (laughs) Fizzly's like, I need to be the headmistress. Like, this is my title now. Yeah. Lady Edith doesn't want to let the power go. She doesn't. She also doesn't want to because it's, she feels like she's unworthy. Yeah. It's a whole thing so so that leads perfectly into the next thing that happens is there were there's problems with people stealing things right and so the head maid i don't know what her name would be the the lady of the um the miss prescott is her name but yeah they so she's she's like we have a problem downstairs and james is like you go with lady my mom you go you can go and like like this is your job now yeah you guys can figure this out and 
so it's interesting. I feel like this is so interesting. I kind of get irritated by James because he's he's like he's clueless to like this whole thing that's happening between his mom and his wife. Yeah. And like Felicity does bring it up and he's like, "Okay, well he's trying to encourage her. He's like, "Just give her time. She, you'll get to use you guys will get used to each other. Like, you know, it'll be fine. It'll be fine." Like my mom's great. Yeah, yeah she'll be okay. And she's, like, mm. and she's like, "Oh, she's stern." He's like, "Yeah, you know." He like knows certain thing behaviors about his mom. But it's like, it'll be okay. You guys will work through it. He encourages her to go down. And so Lady Eve this is like, yeah, why don't you, since you think you can be the mistress, you, let's see how you handle this. Two maids are accusing each other. One is accusing a girl of accusing, stealing. And she's like, I've never done that. And she's, she's never even seen me do that. She's just saying that I've done that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like this whole big debate. And Lady Edith is like, okay, you have until tomorrow evening to have this figured out. And I want it resolved. So Lady Edith leaves and Felicity's like, okay, let me figure this out. She goes and she kind of interviews some t- different people to s- kind of figure out the story to figure to see who's trustworthy, who's questionable, and just trying to figure that out. After this, she's like, I am go- I'm deciding from now on, I'm going to stand up for myself and not let her just walk all over me. Mm-hmm. But so they have an, a, a ball that night. And so she's getting dressed for the ball. And Lady Edith is like, you need to go and, like, meet. This is at one of the people's houses. This is one of the balls. Not the ball that Lady Edith is throwing. They go, and she decides, I'm going to wear this dress and not care about whatever Lady Edith says. James knows about, like, this tension between his mom and her, so he stands up for her, but also still encourages her to do what's expected. Yeah. He tells, James pretty much tells his mom, like, if she doesn't want to dance, she doesn't have to because I've seen firsthand, like, or no, that was later. Yeah. Is this not no, this time? No, that's at the ball. And Lady Edith is expecting her to dance because it would look bad on the family name if yeah. she doesn't. It would because seem she's like, like she's pregnant yeah. because she can't dance. Right. But then they dance. They dance and then she gets she gets lightheaded. She's sick. Yeah, so yeah and so she, like, sick. stumbles off the floor with James and has to sit. Are you okay? No, I have. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. You're like blinking your eyes at me so crazy and you just are acting like it's normal. I'm like, what are you doing? I can't talk to you like this. Sarah, I don't know what was happening just now. I didn't even think about you looking at me like and the crazy faces I was making. Oh my gosh. Because this contact has a rip in it, and it's like hurting. Oh and so I'm trying to make it. it was like a ten seconds. You're like blinking at me, so weird. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like rolling my eyes too, because I'm trying to, I'm trying to adjust the contact. <laughs> I literally did not think about you looking at me, because I just kept like, I'm just trying to blink and like roll my eyes so that it'll fit better. Oh my gosh, I just. I don't know why I just didn't think about <laughs> like you wouldn't notice or something <laughs> I'm looking directly at you that's crazy oh my gosh that made me laugh oh my gosh let me cry <laughs> okay I'm sorry <laughs> okay what were we saying <laughs> I don't remember oh we're at the ball okay at the ball so anyways, anyways. Oh, oh, my <laughs> so head. it seems like she's with child because she's like stumbles off the dance <sighs> floor and it would seem like to anybody else that she's like nauseous. Yes. And then right after that, uh, James is sitting with her and he wants to go talk to these other people. He sits, he's kind of getting like um, stir crazy just yeah. sitting there with her. He's like, Felicity's yeah. like, just go talk to everybody. I'm going to go. Yes. You don't have to stay with me. He's like, no, no, no. Spot. I need to stay with you. She's like, no, really. Like you go. It's fine. I'm married. I'm married. Once, it's yeah. fine. And she's like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm just going to go 
over here. So she wanders down and she sneaks down to the hall and finds another library. And she goes in there and Henry is also there. Reading so, a book. Reading a book. So they agree like, okay, well, let's just stay here only an hour. So they come with an agreement. Let's just stay in here an hour. We both can read in silence and then we'll leave. It's so, so cute because when he Henry's like, okay, we got to go. And she's like, no, I don't want to go. And he's like, come, child. And she's like, I'm not a child. He's like, you're acting like one. You're whining like one. Yeah. (laughs) And so he pulls her up, and then they go. And when they leave, James sees them leaving together. And so his face, like, gets all mad. Yes. And so Felicity can't even, like, talk to him. And then when everybody leaves the ball, they all seem like it. none of it went the way they wanted it to. Like, it's kind of interesting. Everybody's kind of in a somber mood. Yeah. And so so he seems unapproachable. She couldn't really even talk to him the rest of the night. But he comes to the door. He knocks on the door. And it's 30 minutes past when he normally would knock. And so she goes and opens it. And he just says, I need my fact. And I need you if I'm going to sleep. <laughs> Which is so cute because they've been sleeping in the, the bed together. And so... He's like, I need you, like, I can't sleep unless you're in there, and I need my fact. And so he asks her where she went. She says, I went to the library. And he's like, you can't do that because of the rumors. And just because we got married doesn't mean it's all settled. Like, it's still kind of circulating around. People are still speculating. Like, you can't People just... People rumor do- about you and the brother, and Felicity didn't think about that. And so he's like, you can't, you can't do that. And you are a center of attention right now. You're the bride. You're the yeah. new bride. Like, you can't do that. And so she's like, okay. She feels bad. And then he also tells her at this point that he struggles not kissing her all the time. He's like, I have to fight constantly from not kissing you. Like, I want to kiss you all the time, <laughs> which is cute. So I'm going to jump forward. They're planning for their ball. Late with late. She's planning for the ball with Lady Edith. And they argue over the f- number. Oh, they argue over the flowers in the fountain. She wants flowers with the stems cut off and to be floating in the fountain. And Lady Edith is like, well, yeah, we'll do that if we have enough left. And she's like, no, this is my ball. Like, I want to be able to do this. And she's like, fine. So she's like angrily writes down notes. Like, like, I'm the headmistress here. When are you going to let me do stuff? She says like, kind of says something like that. And Lady Edith is like okay yeah fine like so ugh, i know so much attitude yeah so then after she leaves felicity screams into a pillow because lady edith leaves she screams into a pillow and benedict finds her and he's like um are you okay <laughs> what's going on i love benedict his I humor is so funny yeah. i love him and so she talks with him and he during that he's like is it is it about the, the is it about the whitstones and she goes no what about the whitstones he's like oh you didn't write them off the list and she's like no why would i do that and he goes oh i spoke too much and she's like no just tell me ben like benedict tell me and he's like well last night at the ball um she accused you of being pregnant to James and James stood up for you. So that was another reason why James was upset last night because yeah. while he was standing, he was up standing for her. For her. She, was, she like, was off with Henry in another room. Like yeah. yeah. So and she's like, oh no, I didn't know that. Like that's why he makes that why he was angry. Yeah. yeah. So then the next day we're jumping forward. He brings her outside to play paddle door and shuttercock. Is that how you say it? I yeah. Okay. I think so it's crazy. It's pretty much badminton, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So sh- while they're playing, she's terrible, and he's like. Should I stand closer? Like, maybe, maybe if I, I stand closer, yeah. you'll be able to hit it better. Like, and he's very, he's very active and he's very competitive, and she is not yeah. at all. Like, complete opposites in this sense. Yeah. Well, she finally hits it because he's teasing her. Finally hits it, and the feather of the the birdie that you hit 
hits him in the eye. Straight in the eye. Straight in the eye. So she takes him into the house. She calls for the doctor. She gets a cold compress put on his eye. And, and she goes into his office. She goes into his room to find She goes to, to find something for him. While she goes in there, she finds the maid that she didn't let go going through his drawers. And while she was there, she pretty much was like, well, they have so many, so many lavish things. Like, they won't miss one or two things. Yeah. So she gets the maid out and she calls up Miss Prescott, the one who's kind of in charge over the maids and she's like you need to write back to the other maid and tell her i apologize and her position is open for her if she wants it back she is now fired yeah go through her things before you let her go i made yeah. a mistake yeah and go get me some water and, and go get me some compress. water for for <laughs> james and so she's kind of running things she's running she the just, house she's like yeah. yeah putting things in order and lady lady edith witnesses this whole thing and afterwards lady edith and after the doctor has come lady edith kind of gives her a compliment she's like thank you so much i'm glad that you were able i'm glad you're capable of doing all this like you ran it exactly how i would have yeah blah blah blah. and they have like a whole kind of heart to heart which is really nice but then she ruins it oh no lady edith actually does apologize yeah but while giving a backhanded compliment so it's like so and in this moment when she's saying giving this compliment kind of the backhanded compliment lady edith reveals what she thought felicity did to get into the family she thought felicity seduced james in order to get the status and the money uh-huh. and she's like are you kidding me yeah and so so i love it because Felicity's standing up for herself completely and she's like yeah. no i literally didn't even know his name until yeah. after we were engaged we were in the ball we were just dancing and she tells the whole story and lady edith still doesn't believe her no and, and she's she, like ask your son like ask your sons apparently because you don't believe me yeah james was there and it's so yeah. dumb it's like why didn't james tell her like yeah. did they not have this conversation yeah i don't know the whole thing's kind of frustrating but she does stand up for herself she tells her everything and lady edith still doesn't believe her felicity goes and she brings james an eye patch that she made him in james is now in his room and and james is talking with her and she goes your mom thinks this and she's like why did you agree to marry me and he pretty much just says you know because it's the right thing to do and that's not really the answer she wants and then in that conversation when he just tells her that he did it because it was the right thing to do because it was the sensible thing to do he does mention that he's he was wondered if she ever married the wrong brother mm-hmm. and that is that hurts her and he's like not that i re- not that i think you should like i want to be married to you yeah. but i sometimes you guys are just more compatible you read and stuff and yeah. she's like no <laughs> yeah so it's kind of ends on a sour note between those two mm-hmm. and the next morning her cousins c- arrive so her name is jane and her husband arrive and she's so excited and james comes with his eye patch and meets them and and felicity's not sure like where they stand and she's like should i grab his hand you know i'm not sure when her cousin and her husband leave to go to their room james and her speak and oh and felicity tells him like your mom thinks that i seduced you and he's like well we just got to tell her that's not true yeah, and she's I'm gonna like go talk to her yeah and she goes well you can try but i don't think it's gonna work she's told me straight out that she does not like me mm-hmm. you know and all the stuff he's like no and so he <laughs> finally kind of is open to the whole thing and 
He's like, well, we're going to go talk to her. So finally, we're going to jump forward to the ball. And it's right before she's already in this beautiful white gown. She decides, I'm not putting on all these extra flowers. This is ridiculous. In fact, I'm taking some of the, yeah, I'm taking some of the flowers off. This is crazy. And so she's beautiful and he finds her and he's like, I want to show you something. And he takes her to one of the galleyways and it's all of the family names. And she learns a little bit about their history. And while he's there, he admits to her, like, well, from the moment I met you in the library, I knew I wanted more. Like, you were so interesting to me that I, that's why I could jewel you into staying into dancing with me okay i'm blinking again but it's not at you it's my contact i'm trying to <laughs> i think it's like a piece is out like ripped from it which is crazy like i these are new anyways okay sorry all right i'm good so he tells her like that's why i try to make you stay longer and to to convince you to dance with me because I wanted you to stay with me. And pretty much they tell each other they love each other. And they make out hard. And then, they, and then they're like, okay, well, we better go because we're running out of time. Yeah. And Lady Edith finds them. And she's like, where the heck have you guys been? You're late. Just, they're waiting for you pretty much. James, this is when James finally tells her, listen, she's not pregnant. It was all a misunderstanding. Everything she's told you was real. And she's like, really? And, and he's like, yeah. And she really does faint, like pass out at balls if she dances. Like she's only doing one dance and, she, and we're just doing with the waltz. Mm-hmm. And she's like not happy about it because that's like only you're hosting the ball for her and she's only doing one dance. Like yeah. it's so rude. But he's like, she doesn't feel good. She'll pass out. And she goes, and she didn't finally believes James. And she's like, really? He goes, yeah, I caught her mm-hmm. with my own arms. Like, yeah. and so it's not good for her to be and we'll only do the waltz. Like this is what you're getting. This is what you, you know, whatever. So she kind kind of at this point really actually apologizes and they both apologize to each other and she goes she's like as long as you don't mind that i i'm gonna take i took off some of the roses on my dress yeah and and she's like that's fine yeah <laughs> okay fine whatever so yeah I forgive you <laughs> oh the next day early in the morning felicity is awake in the breakfast room and she sees ben who's trying to sneak out and we find out that he is going to try to find thea and he's not, he wasn't going to tell his mom. He's not telling anybody where he's going. But because Felicity saw him, she's like, you got to tell me. I see you. I just, you know, just be safe, you know, whatever. And they have this conversation. He's going to try to go find Thea. He's like, it's my fault that she didn't come here because of our our relationship that we have together. So I feel responsible and I want to go do what I can to see if I can find her. So then he, he leaves. And that's pretty much book two. That's a good setup for book two. Yeah. And a week later, Felicity wakes up in the bed with James and... He's like talking to her and he's like, you didn't even notice that my eye patch is gone. And she's like, oh my gosh, your eye patch is gone. He's like, yeah, it's healed. It feels great. And then he's like, I have a prize for you. Meet me down in about 30 minutes or whatever, however long he tells her to meet her. And then, so they go downstairs and when she goes downstairs, she's talking with Lady Edith and she's like, I've decided there can't be two mistresses of this house. I'm going to go live on our smaller property in the corner of our our land and i'm gonna stay there and so that way she's like felicity's like really you don't need to do that like there's plenty of space in the house she goes no there can't be two mistresses i'm gonna leave and you guys need your privacy anyways so Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go and so that's lady Edith, edith decides to go into that one house and be by herself there and her and james are gonna be together in and henry and benedict Benedict but comes back yeah yeah, but they'll stay in the the main house but 
James is like, okay, are you ready to go? So she goes outside and James got her a donkey to ride <laughs> because the first time they were together that he wanted to show her something, it was a horse and it was all terrible. And so he got her a donkey. So the don- little carriage attached. It's a carriage attached and the donkey will walk really, really slow and it'll be like super calm the whole time. Mm-hmm. So he's like, now I can finally show you what I tried to show you the first time, which mm-hmm. was so sweet. He takes her to a folly which is pretty much kind of like it's like a big gazebo and he said his grandpa built it for his wife but he's like i thought that maybe you can come out here and read since you love to read so much and it would be private you'd be in quiet water it's beautiful i picture the one in pride and prejudice yes where mr darcy comes in the rain oh yes the best scene of the whole movie (laughs) that's what i picture it it was described like that yes so he that was his he that was a surprise for her he wanted to give her so long ago but it ended up not happening Mm -hmm. but he took her out on her little donkey and they tell each other that they're so happy that they love each other and they're lucky that they were that everything happened and it turned out being like the best marriage and they're just so happy together there wasn't a big like culmination of all the conflicts that like it never really came to a head it did with her and lady edith for a second when they were in the hallway but it was like it was a little anticlimactic but still which is like a soft it's a soft cute fluffy story and i did say to sarah at the very beginning when we were kind of discussing it i was like i feel like the characters are kind of like they don't have enough like depth blah blah blah. and i really do feel like they got there like you definitely see like a wide range of emotions from every character and you see like what their motivations are and what they want and stuff like that throughout it and i I really did, like, learn to love all of these characters. I do wish James had a little more It to was him. hard. So this writing was really close to kind of what uh, Edenbrook and Blackmore. It reminds me of that just because it's all one perspective from her her perspective. Yes. But it doesn't give you nearly as much as Edenbrook and Blackmore do. Like, this one, you, f- I wish there was more indication of, like, him. What other people and what were he's thinking. thinking mm-hmm. and what they're doing. Yeah. And yeah. I don't, honestly, I have no idea how you would do that. Like, she did a good job. Job. I mean, like you job. got you got like snippets here and there. Yeah, but I wish there was a, a little, little more. more. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. But I mean, as far as that, I did end up really liking the story. I do wish because it was set up to be a love triangle. And then, like, the love triangle kind of went away it's like, really quickly. Right, exactly. So that's why I kind of liked it is because, for me, it didn't yeah. torture me enough. But if you're reading it for the love triangle, it's not. It's just it's like a really. tease. It's like, here's it's dangling carrot, and then it never, you never yeah. really get it. So, I, re- I wish they would have expanded more on Henry. Yeah. Well, um, I, yeah, I'm really curious to see what book three is like to see if we get him. Well, yeah, more. even just more of the jealousy between him and James, I just loved. You could see, like, what they were thinking and, like, oh, he's totally jealous or, like, you know, stuff like that. I wish we had more of that. Yes. That I, was yes. super cute and the, stuff. The I more of the, her interpretation of what he's thinking, yeah. what he's feeling, what he's doing, and yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because at the end, James was like, I've just been so jealous of you and Henry. And I was like, that was at the beginning of the book. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's not even a thing anymore. So I wish it was a little bit more. If it's going to be sold as a love triangle, yeah. I wish it would have been pushed more. More, yeah. But I did like the other conflicts that came in place of it. I So a huge conflict throughout the entire story is between Felicity and Lady Edith. Like, that's huge. Like, throughout the whole story is they, they keep coming back. Lady Edith and Felicity. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of annoying to me. Like, I'm like, oh, is this more it about did. the relationship I between know. her and the mom? And it was than- like, 
Honestly, I was like, I feel like Lady Eve is way too stubborn with the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, after realizing... Warranted, yes. Yeah. It was warranted, and I didn't I was like- kind of shocked, and I thought, I was like, I don't know what I was thinking, but I think because the author did it this way, where she 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 had all that spill and explode at the beginning, where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, she's pregnant, she blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You think it's over. And then the story continues, and so you that's think like, it won't come out again, but it's like, oh, that's why she's resenting her so much. Like, yeah, yeah, her son. Like, you did this to her son, and you only wanted our money, and like all yeah. this stuff. And um, but it's I like get it. again, she could have just talked to James. I oh, so dumb. Like yeah. that was kind of annoying. And it's like, I'm like, you're a mom, you know? Yeah. Like you're what probably in your like late forties. Yeah, 50s. And he's twenty six. Like, yeah, so maybe a little bit younger. So I'm like, you should know better. Almost, but also in that time period, like, they're all about the gossip and stuff like that. So she's, and she's very into, like, keeping her good family name. So I get it, but it was just kind of annoying. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so if we're going to rate the book, we also, sorry, if you hear any background noises, it's my son. I had to get him from school. He's in preschool, and it's over. it took us so long to set up. It took us so long to set up. We didn't have, we weren't able to record it while he was gone. But if you hear any background noises, it's him. (laughs) Sorry, mom life. So anyways, I didn't even share the epilogue. I didn't read it. (laughs) You what? I was so late reading. I was was like, oh, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) I did it. Um, Literally rolled over and went to sleep. I'll just say, she, Thea is there with Benedict Mm. and Felicity and James. And they're going to another ball. Felicity is now the chaperone for Thea. And James is excited because it's finally, he's like, it's finally six months and he's like are you ready to show everybody you're not pregnant like he's excited because then they can kind of like carry on with their marriage after that point yeah see now we can move on yeah so he's excited (laughs) i thought that was cute so he's excited and then thea and benedict are like bickering and felicity's like oh my gosh you two separate now and it's (laughs) it's cute like so that's gonna be fun (laughs) yes you i would say i loved book two like i think i loved book two more than this one but it is important to... Well, I get one. They are standalone. Like, you don't need them. They're kind of standalone. They're a little overlapping. <laughs> anyways, read book one. It's cute. And then read book two. It's my favorite. <laughs> but anyways, let's go in. Uh, let's go in and rate. So, overall plot. What do you think? It's hard because it feels a little bit choppy. So, I would give it like a 3.5 maybe for the plot. Yeah. I wasn't crazy invested in I it. I got really excited when she started going into his room and stuff because then they ha- yeah. they were having more of those moments together. Yeah, I felt like it should have maybe focused a little bit more on, on her them because it was so much more about her and the mom. And yeah, I didn't I care. wish like I wish that conflict happened with her and James a little bit more. I mean, right. it was fine, but like I know you needed that conflict so that she would grow and progress and kind of find herself, but I wish James was more involved. A little yeah. bit. I mean, she he was there. It's just a little lopsided in the balancing yeah. scale. Of I that. do like that it showed the difficulties of their new marriage. Like it wasn't just yeah. like they fell oh, in yeah. love. No, they, no, they, they, they had fights. And yeah, stuff like that. Like and, that was nice. Oh, but this this is what I was thinking too. Like, would she have been better off with Henry? That's true. You think that multiple times. Yeah, today, because they get along so well. They, they like the same things, mm-hmm. but. At the end of it all, I was thinking they would have just they would have just stayed tucked away in a dark cave. Yeah, really, they need something to pull them. out. They both would have kind yeah. of kept each other captive in that way. So I think mm-hmm. it is good that James is so opposite that he pulled so much out of her, and she's also pulling him too, like into another side that yeah. he didn't really. Know. And he's also very open and willing to learn and all that stuff too. Yeah. So and I think they are they do complement each other well for sure. And uh, she does say like she still likes the idea of henry 
like it was more in the beginning of the book. She likes the idea of Henry, but she thinks there's something missing that James uh, has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does say yeah, that. Yeah, she does, yes. She's like, I've found it in James. I don't know what it is, but like I've found the something yeah. that's missing. Okay, so plot, I, I would also say, I'd give it a four. Um, I'm between like a 3.5 and a four. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's cute. It's it's, it's, it's a, a cute, soft fluffy, <laughs> fluffy soft read. Yeah. So, yeah. I but like there it. are moments of like emotion that kind of keep you going through it. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good. It, yeah. 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 All right. So, romance. What do you think? Romance? I really liked James's character. I do. He's he so was cute. written really well. Yeah. I like Felicity as the main heroine, too. Yes. The way she kind of just grows and progresses very naturally. Yeah. I thought was really nice. Yeah. So, I think their romance, I'd probably just give it a four four to five because like i said there should have been it's a little lopsided i yeah. wish there was more romance yep moments and yeah. like the intensity between them yeah a little the more moments, depth to the romance i mean yeah. it was there i mean it was there because it was like they go into each other's bedroom then it kind of skips and they're like just super comfortable in the beds together and it's like mm, well we didn't really see it you know yeah because yeah i feel like the moments that they are together are kind of short i mean i still feel like what they talk about and all those things are good yeah i just there's more conflict i don't know in their yeah romance a little more. bit more heightenedness somehow yeah, like intensity i don't even know what it would would be though honestly it was all i feel like it was always like i'm kind of mad at him but also like i'm in love with him so. <laughs> it was like it would like maybe maybe get mad and then just like oh taper yeah you know yeah. so it's like i wish it was just more intense yeah maybe it's very very clean so when we talk about bedroom it's like very clean. it's it's not literally it's like, like they were just sitting closed. on the couch next to each other or something like, yeah. like it wasn't that's the equivalent of yeah it. it's it, like i don't want you to feel like oh no my daughters can't read this or something like no, they're married no. and you know yeah, so nothing's untoward going on <laughs> no 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 um okay so romance i would say uh, yeah 3.5 i'd say four yeah yeah okay all right and then the ending like I said, anticlimactic, kind of. Everything is resolved nicely, um, and I didn't think anything was left out, and I felt, like, hung or anything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a four, maybe 3.5. Yeah, I would say it's a four for me because everything's resolved. Everything ties up nicely, and it's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I just wish it kind of would have come to a head more. But, so you're, you're wanting the climax. Yeah. You, do you include the climax when we say ending? Kind of. Oh, I talk about straight well, resolution. Well, it just depends where the climax is in okay. the storyline. Okay. So I'd say that, that's like a 3.5 for me. Yeah, I'd give it a 3.5. There's really nothing wrong with it, but, but like you said, there's no like high intense moment. It didn't need to come down too much. So it was just kind of all very level, yeah. really. It doesn't wave back and forth too much, you know? Which is fine. It's just a soft read and it's cute and it's fluffy and it's it's sweet and oh. I liked it overall though. Like I did tell you and my mom to read, read it. For sure. So it's mostly so you can get to the second book though. <laughs> <laughs> I read this love to get to the second book. Benedict's <laughs> character is so great. And okay, then, so no, he kind of reminds me of Benedict in Bridgerton. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the same name, Brit, uh, Benedict. Benedict. Oh, and they, I feel like they're kind of the same. He has curly hair. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of, and they have a similar personalities. So he's just kind of super carefree and like. Oh, I love just, it. Yeah, jovial the whole time. Yeah, he's flirty in the book, like super flirtatious. Oh, I can And girls tell. like him a lot. Like they come oh. to him. Poor Henry is just like, I'm going to tuck away in the dark corner. Nobody will look at me or talk oh, to me. Henry. I know. <laughs> I need Henry's I'm book. I'm excited to come for out. that one. Yeah. I think I'll read Benedict's one because I. I did I really liked him as a character yes especially because I know Thea's gonna like give him a hard time Ooh, she's a fireball yeah yeah I'm excited Literally, he's like <laughs> talking about her he's like oh yeah everybody loves her I don't, I know, don't why. know why <laughs> yeah I know I know it's, you're like stop you're in love with her <laughs> I know it's so cute where does that say somewhere it says either you guys 
really like each other or you really hate each other. Somewhere mm-hmm. in the book, I don't know if that was an epi- epilogue or not, but it's cute. Yeah, read the second book. If you liked the storyline and don't want to read it, that's fine. You can jump into book two, but um, it's a cute book and I enjoyed. Casey Stockton did a great job. Thank you for this darling book. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun. Yeah. Did I write the end? Did I say four? What did I say? I don't know. 3.5? Sure. Okay. Um, uh, all right. So Shannon and I are trying to decide what book we're going to do next. Yeah. We have a couple, but we haven't decided yet. So we're not going to say what we're reading next. I'm so sorry, guys. We're going to get better at this, I swear. It's seriously one huge mistake at a time. (laughs) 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 Because, like, trying to set up today was a nightmare. It was such a mess. We were, like, crawling over each other. (laughs) Trying to get cards. Let me set up the camera. Let me set up the computer. Yeah, and we're trying to do it because, like, I I try to do it while he's at school so it's quiet and we can not have the distraction and stuff. But, like, I don't know how to work the camera. We ended up using her phone. We have, like... I don't even know if that worked Oh, my gosh. Well, at least the podcast part worked. Yeah, we know that works, so that's good. But, yeah, it was a mess. But we are wearing bonnets, (laughs) so... Even if you don't see us because if the video doesn't work. Say, well, at least take a picture so we'll have it like as a thumbnail or we'll post yes. it on Instagram oh or something. Because otherwise we're crazy wackos wearing yeah. bonnets when no one can see. <laughs> we're like crazy cosplayers. We're like, I have to be in that time period. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I can't wait for you guys to tell us if you think this book is worth a read or not. We'll see you next time when we share another story with you and you can decide if it's worth the read. Bye. Bye.